shall we begin? Let the games begin. All right, all right, all right. A new age has begun. An age of freedom. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Get to the chopper! This is going to be quite a ride. Welcome to the Movie Pit Podcast. I am your host, Christian Renteria. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast this week. This is the podcast where we talk about all the big breaking movie news items of the week, along with the trailers that came out this week and the movies that are out in theaters and streaming this weekend for all your viewing pleasures. Uh, this week's going to be very interesting uh, for me, editing-wise, and even right now recording, because I am recording this from a brand new place, a place I've never recorded from before, in a place I'm a little self-conscious about, because I'm pretty out in the open. I am recording this from my car. <laughs> Uh, I'm recording this from a car uh, during my lunch break at work uh, because uh, I don't know how much time I will have uh, to record a podcast uh, tomorrow, uh, and I don't want to release the podcast uh, late like I did last week, uh, or the week before, because last week was Thanksgiving, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to do that, so uh, bear with me this week um, with any background sounds that you may hear, or something like that, but uh, yeah, I'm recording from a car, uh, the audio, uh, I, I won't know until uh, after I, uh, after I, you know, obviously start editing and stuff, so, uh, I apologize for any audio issues this week, or anything along those lines, um, please bear with me and stuff, uh, so yeah, I apologize for that, but, uh, hopefully everyone had a very good Thanksgiving, or at least a very good weekend at the very least, maybe you bought some stuff online, I know I did, uh, I'm not gonna divulge how much I spent, because, uh, I don't want to, uh, but, um, yeah, hello everybody. This week's kind of interesting. Uh, there was no real big trailers that came out this week. There were some like small trailers and stuff like that, but nothing really noteworthy for me to talk about. Also, this week there's not really a lot of there's no movies out in theaters. Uh, the only movies we're going to talk about are the ones uh, out on streaming, and even then, we're just going to talk about one. So um, this is really more of a uh, news week. And even then, uh, some of the stuff that I have so far, time of this recording, is not a lot. So. Uh, this may end up being a short podcast this week once again. That said, though, uh, let's get to it. We're going to start off with some quickfire movie news items, or I guess just regular movie news items, <laughs> because, again, there's not that much. But a third Magic Mike movie is in the works. It will be titled Magic Mike's Last Dance. Channing Tatum will return as Mike Lane with writer uh, Reed Caroline and director Steven Sodenberg. Of course, both uh, wrote and directed, uh, or at least Reed Caroline wrote the first two movies on Steven Sodenberg. Uh, directed the first two movies they will come back as well to uh, fill out those positions once again the third movie will stream on hbo max so you can watch it comfortably at home no word yet on who else will return but i'm guessing they'll probably bring back some familiar faces there's also no word yet on when production will begin uh tatum did uh tweet out the cover or at least yeah that cover page of the script uh presumably probably you know making the assumption that the script is already done so now it's moving on to the next phase of production i've never seen the magic mike movies mainly because they're not really targeted toward me and uh uh i don't know i i guess this is really more for the ladies and maybe some guys out there too you know what no judgment this is a judgment free zone Moving on, uh, David Deskamalchian, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. I always I always feel bad about not pronouncing his last name right or uh, potentially pronouncing his last name uh, wrong because um, I really like him. Uh, he's uh, from Ant-Man. He was recently, uh, of course, in the Suicide Squad as Polka Dot Man. He was also in Dune uh, as well. Uh, he's joined the cast of Boston Strangler. Uh, the cast already includes Kira Knightley, Carrie Coon, Alessandro Navola, 
and Chris Cooper. The film will also be written and directed by Matt Ruskin, who has written films called, uh, like Booster and Crown Heights. Uh, this will probably, this will be, uh, not probably, this will be his, um, his pretty much big um, breakout uh, directorial role just because of the cast and, uh, of course, the uh, material surrounding it. The movie will center on Loretta McCollin, uh, played by Knightley, a reporter who broke the story of The Strangler along with reporter Jean Cole. McGothan uh, challenged the sexism of the era, pursuing the story at personal risk and uncovering corruption that cast doubt on the identity of The Strangler, who from 1962 and 1964 killed a confirmed 11 women. There's no word yet on who Daskomalchian will play, but it is described as a, quote, pivotal and undisclosed role. Of course, everyone is assuming that he's probably playing the Strangler, or at the very least, someone like a red herring to the Boston Strangler, because, you know, we love him, and he's a really nice guy from interviews, but uh, he has that look. Filming will begin in Boston this month. Other than that, uh, no other details are known just yet. The reboot for White Man Can't Jump has found its director in music video director Climactic. I think that's how you pronounce uh, the name, hopefully. Uh, he recently also wrapped up production on another comedy reboot, House Party, which we've talked about briefly here on the podcast uh, when that was uh, starting up. Calmatic, uh, by the way, comes, like I mentioned, from the music video world. He's directing music videos for DJ Khaled and uh, Little Nas X. So of course, he directed the Old Town Road music video, which I'm pretty sure what's, is what uh, put him on the map for a lot of people. So there is that. Uh, there's little information on how the reboot will approach the material, but the original did follow two street basketball players, of course, played by Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes, who start as adversaries and then team up to, uh, you know, hustle people out of their money uh, on basketball. <laughs> Kenya Barris, the creator of uh, ABC's Blackish, NBA, NBA star Blake uh, Griffin and NFL lineman Ryan Kelly uh, will, are all involved in the production side of things with Barris co-writing the movie with Doug Hall, who also writes on Blackish and also writes for the Blackish spinoff, Grownish. Production is still up in the air and no release date is announced just yet either, but now with the director in tow, I'm pretty sure that reboot's going to be moving a little faster than uh, than usual. Uh, this next bit of news, it's uh, not so big surprise. It's not a very big surprise, uh, but it is nice to hear, especially considering all the hype uh, that will be uh, coming up these next few weeks. Producer Amy Pascal, who was a key part in the negoti negotiating the collaboration between Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures, has confirmed that the recent deal and partnership will not end after Spider-Man No Way Home. Tom Holland will return to the MCU as Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. Pascal spoke to Fandango and said that she and Sony Pictures are planning another trilogy of movies for the Web Slinger, but of course didn't go into, into detail on what those movies would be or their approach or what they would be about. After, uh, this comes after Holland himself, in another interview, said that he doesn't want to play Spider-Man after he's 30, by the way, he's 25, so they have plenty of time to get some more uh, movies out of him before uh, he wants to, um, quote-unquote, retire from Spider-Man. Uh, so there's, uh, so okay, like I mentioned, yeah, there's some time. In the meantime, of course, December 17th, Spider-Man No Way Home will come out. Everyone's already buzzing. Everyone's got their tickets. Maybe, who knows? Uh, I know some countries are still delaying the release of tickets because of COVID and, of course, the new variant, stuff like that, but um, hopefully... You know, we can hold off and uh, watch this movie on the big screen because we want to watch it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we've been through it all. We've been through leaks and photos and theories and rumors and, you know, what have you. So we just we just want to get it released. And as for Tom Holland, you know, coming back for another set of trilogies, 
uh, from Sonya. It's a smart, it's a smart thing. You know, Tom Holland is very well liked as um, Peter Parker slash Spider Man, so it makes sense that they would um, obviously want to continue uh, bringing him in. And uh, you know, they wouldn't have casted someone so uh, young-ish, you know, really, uh, if they didn't want to continue doing a bunch of movies with him. So there you go. Uh, we'll stick with the comic book world a little bit uh, to more Bekmemetov, the director of movies like Wanted and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Along with this production company, we'll team up with another production company uh, to bring Stan Lee's horror works to the big screen. Those projects are, of course, Sawbones and Carnival of Killers. For those unfamiliar with those properties like myself, I didn't know these uh, properties existed. Obviously, we all imagine Stan Lee, or at least the majority of us probably imagine Stan Lee as, you know, um, the superhero guy, not necessarily a, a horror writer. But uh, Sawbones follows a 12-year-old Alex Coven who reads a mysterious comic book and is transported into the comic's ter- uh, terrifying world. Apparently, you can't read now. A uh, haunted juvenile detention center overrun by demonic forces led by Sawbones, a homicidal entity who preys upon the troubled, uh, uh, preys upon the troubled inmates. If Alex is to escape, he must find a way to defeat Sawbones, but quickly comes to realize that Sawbones is the keeper of his darkest and most person- and the personification of all of his fears. Carnival Killers, on the other hand, is set during the Dust Bowl in the 30s and follows a young girl with psychic abilities who senses that the traveling carnival she and her mother have sought refuge in is ground zero for a looming alien invasion. Kevin Colch and Dennis Wildman, uh, who directed... Uh, wrote and directed the remake of Pet Cemetery uh, two years ago. Will be writing the script for Carnival of Killers, while Matt Greenberg, who was the other writer on Pet Cemetery, uh, will write uh, Sawbones himself. No word yet on when these movies will go into production. They sound pretty cool. Uh, I mean, they come from the mind of Stan Lee, and you know, obviously, that's that's really cool. And we're still enjoying all the works of Stan Lee on the big screen. And like I mentioned, I didn't even know that he did horror stuff. So I can't imagine what his stuff will will be like horror wise i haven't um gone and looked up anything uh from them just yet but um that is on my to-do list just so i can get a at least a little bit of a firm grasp on what to what to expect from uh from those movies but uh this one's pretty cool so i'm, I'm excited for it the mad max fury road spinoff furiosa has lost its star or one of its stars anyway and yaya abdul mateen the second however his replacement has already been found in tom burke uh, he played recently he played uh, orson wells in the Netflix film Mank, if you uh, need a face to the name uh, for that one. The reasoning for Mateen leaving is because his passion project he's been eyed, uh, he's been eyeing has moved up its production schedule. So yes, this is a, a scheduling conflicts issue, uh, which we always hate in uh, in these kind. We always hate around here. Uh, but uh, he's also launched his own production company called House Eleven Ten, uh, and already has a creative partnership with Netflix. No word yet on if the two are connected, but that also came out this week, so I just wanted to mention that. Furiosa will star Anya Taylor Joy as the title character of Furiosa who, of course, was introduced to us in Fury Road by Charlize Theron. So, yes, this movie will be a prequel. She's playing a younger version of Furiosa, telling the origins of the character. The other big name in the cast is, of course, Chris Hemsworth. And, yes, the franchise creator, writer, and director George Miller will return to direct a prequel. Pretty, pretty cool, in my opinion. Uh, Furiosa will come out on May 27th, 2024. Uh, I've never seen Tom Burke in anything. I know he's a big uh, TV actor overseas in his native country uh i somehow missed out on watching mank i actually thought i watched it and then i realized no i didn't uh so i have to go and fix that is that that's my problem i have to go fix that so i haven't seen tom burke in anything 
uh, honestly. And uh, I'm, I'm obviously a huge fan of uh, uh, of Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. So a little bummed that he's not going to be in it, but uh, still excited for this movie. Still excited to see Anya Taylor-Joy and George Miller work together. Chris Hemsworth is also in there, so I can't wait to see what they, uh, what they got uh, planned for us on that one. And the final news item I have, at least at the time of this recording, um, is uh, something that has made a lot of fans happy uh, when the news broke out. And still is making a lot of fans happy. And Nicolas Cage will play Dracula. That's right. Nicolas Cage is playing Dracula. Cage has joined Universal's Renfield from director Chris McKay, who, of course, directed the Lego Batman movie, uh, which will tell the story of Count Dracula's henchman, R.M. Renfield, who will be played by Nicholas Hoyt in the movie. Nicholas Hoyt, by the way, uh, Beast from the X-Men movies. Uh, he was also, why can't I think of anything else he's done? Seriously, why can I not think of anything? Uh, he played Tolkien in that Tolkien biopic that uh, not a lot of people liked. Uh, why can't I think of anything else he's done? Uh, oh, he was in uh, what was uh, that zombie movie? What was it called? I can't remember what it was called. Oh well, uh, but he was—I uh, don't know why. The, like the thing that pops up to me every time I think of Nicholas Hoyt is Beast. I don't know why. But anyway, uh, the character, which appeared in Bram Stoker's novel, was a patient in an in an asylum, obsessed with drinking blood and deluded into thinking he will find immortality. Eventually, he finds Dracula. Dracula finds him and begins to feed him insects, insects, and rats, all while dangling everlasting life in front of him. Uh, no word yet on the exact approach for the movie, but the movie is being described as a modern-day adventure story with a comedic uh, with a comedic tone. So there you go. The script is being done by Ryan Ridley, who uh, does a lot of writing for the hit show Rick and Morty. Which, considering uh, how that show is, we can probably you know get a good grasp of what that movie will be. Um, this also comes from an original story outlined by Robert Kirkman. Yes. That Robert Kirkman, the man behind The Walking Dead. This will also be Cage's first major studio movie since 2011. And uh, that movie was, unfortunately, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Uh, He's, of course, been doing a lot of numerous independent movies. Although recently, Lionsgate did buy the rights to The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, uh, where he plays a version of himself. But that movie was done by someone else, not by Lionsgate. They just bought the rights to it. Uh, this would also be Cage's second vampire movie. He did do the 1989 horror comedy Vampire's Kiss, which I don't believe I actually watched, so I have to put that on my list as well. On top of all this, Aquafina also joined the project a day later, although who she is playing is being kept under wraps at the moment. There's also no word yet on when production will go into, uh, or when, yeah, when the movie will go into production, uh, but considering uh, more casting announcements are coming out, I can only expect that they're going to start filming fairly soon. This is pretty cool, though. Uh, I know a lot of people are fans of Nicolas Cage. I'm a fan of Nicolas Cage. Uh, I know there was, like, that photo that always pops up every now and then of, like, this looks like a really old photo, and there's a guy that looks exactly like Nick Cage, like a young Nick Cage, and everyone was like, Nick Cage is a vampire because of that photo. So um, this is really cool that he's going to be playing Dracula. I I, I don't know. It's probably maybe a a passion project for him. Maybe maybe it's a dream role for him. We don't know. But seeing him as Dracula, even if it's a, you know, kind of like a a comedic take on it, uh, I think will be really, really cool. I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm I'm down for this. So, all right, that's all the movie news items I have. At least at the time of this recording. If anything drops after this recording that I'm doing right now, I will drop it right here. But if that's not the case, we will move on to the movies that are coming out in streaming uh, this weekend. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. 
Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Like I mentioned, uh, there's no movies coming out in theaters, not even a limited release. So whatever you got to catch up on and you want to watch it in theaters, this is the weekend to do it before next week when uh, the movies start coming out again. Um, but all your movies that are new this weekend are coming out on streaming and all of them are on Netflix. We have Single All the Way, uh, which is a uh, kind of a holiday uh, comedy where a um, a guy who uh, doesn't want... I didn't write any of the cast members on here. I just, re- I just remember the synopsis as I sat here looking at my outline. Uh, but it's about a guy who goes... Uh, who doesn't want to go home for the holidays alone. So he convinces one of his friends to go with him uh, to uh, not, you know... Uh, you know, have his family think that he's, you know, uh, alone and single still. So there is that. Uh, that's single all alone. There's also a movie called Mixtape, which is about a young girl who loses, um, who accidentally uh, loses and throws away uh, a mixtape that was given to her by her mom. Uh, and obviously the mixtape has a lot of um, a lot of sentimental value. And she goes on a search to look for all the music that was on that mixtape to uh remake it or, or something along those lines i can't i don't remember i remember seeing the trailer and for whatever reason i got to that point and then i, I forgot what it was but uh julie bowen's in it she plays the mom uh she is of course the mom from uh, uh modern family if anybody watches that uh but the rest of the cast is pretty much filled with um with uh young stars so uh there is that and of course the big movie on netflix this week this was a movie that's getting a lot of oscar buzz so this will probably have to jump to a lot of people's uh list if you're one of those people who wants to you know watch all the movies that are probably going to be you know in the award hunt this year uh the po- the power of the dog that's the mo- what the movie's called it's directed and written by jane champion and is based off the novel by thomas savage the movie follows a charismatic rancher phil burke burbank can't say his name um uh played by benedict cumberbatch who inspired fear and awe in those around him when his brother brings home a new wife and her son phil torments them until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love movie co-stars kirsten dunce cody smith mcphee and jesse plemons uh, i've heard some pretty good things about the movie uh, i heard that it is very very good which is the reason probably why it's getting a lot of uh, big oscar buzz um I don't know how, you know, obviously early Oscar buzz doesn't always mean that it's going to get, you know, a lot of the Oscar love, but it's a good start, uh, especially for a movie that's coming out directly on Netflix. I don't know if it's getting a limited theater release. Uh, sometimes that may be the case. Maybe they will put it in theaters a little bit, um, you know, probably like in the big, uh, you know, places like LA and New York and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I've been getting, I've been seeing a lot of uh, big buzz about this one. Uh, this one is clearly uh, earmarked for some Oscars, so if you want to go give that a watch, The Power of the Dog, uh, other movies, mixtape, and single all the way, all of them drop on Netflix, so there you go. Uh, like I mentioned, no movies coming out in theaters, at least from what I was able to find, not even limited releases, so, you know, if you're catching, if there's anything you need to catch up on uh, that's still playing in theaters, uh, get on it. Ghostbusters Afterlife is really good if you want to go watch that. Uh, I hear some pretty good things about Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. I've not watched it yet. I do want to watch it. Um, didn't do so well in the box office. I think people just because, you know, it was just because uh, it was probably the the holiday weekend. And really, that's the, that's not really a holiday movie. Uh, they probably would have played better around Halloween. But, you know, obviously you had Halloween kills. So they probably just didn't want to compete with that. But uh, I've heard some pretty good things about it. So there, there is that. Uh, what else is out there? Uh, you know, if you can still watch The Last Night in Soho in a theater, you can go do that. Uh, I don't even know what's playing in theaters anymore. You know, I don't even go to movie theaters as much as I used to. So I don't know what's what's there now.
Uh, so that's it, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast this week. I very much appreciate it. Always appreciate you guys stopping by and listening, uh, especially when I do these very scuffed recording sessions. Uh, again, I don't know how the audio is going to turn out for this, so I apologize for that. Um, but uh, hopefully this won't happen again. Hopefully I can find a room next time at my job where I can um, record it, even if there's a little bit of an echo. But uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for turning into the podcast this week. I very much appreciate it. You guys are awesome. You guys are great. I appreciate you. Be sure to check out all the links down below, links to the social media for the podcast, uh, links to uh, my personal pages. If you want to give me a personal follow, links to other places you can listen to the podcast, no matter where you're listening to. If you're listening to this on Apple, uh, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, on Spotify, and on Stitcher, very much appreciate you guys for listening to all those platforms. If there's another platform you want me to put the podcast on, please let me know, and I will do that. Uh, I will do, uh, you know, I will try to get up there to the best of my abilities. So thank you guys so much. Very much appreciate it. Hopefully you guys have a fun, safe, and warm weekend because, you know, it's you know starting to become winter, at least if you live in a state where you get winter. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. You guys are awesome. You guys are great. Uh, be good people. Have a good, safe, fun weekend. Stay safe out there. You know, that variance out there. So just, you know, be careful. Uh, and, yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Appreciate you. Be good people. And, as always, go watch some movies. Woo-hoo! Yeah! Give it up! Movies!